You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I'm so happy to be back. Um, Let us jump into our grateful moment. Philip, what are you grateful for this week? Hey, good day, everyone. Uh, I'm grateful for my family and leftovers. Leftovers is so seasoned even better after the holiday season. Leftovers are the best. Thank you to my wife. <laughs> Let this be a PSA. You should not be eating leftovers the rest of this week. Y'all need to throw that food out and make some new food, okay? Evan, what are you grateful for? Uh, I'm thankful for Thanksgiving as well. I've eaten um, Phil's wife's cooking. I ate um, my wife's cooking leftovers. I've been eating um, another member's leftovers. So I've been, you know, going all around the congregation, making sure that I was doing my COVID visits and getting my uh, right reward of food. Nice, nice. Kelvin, what are you grateful for? I mean, I don't know if we did a three, three in a row, because I'm Thanksgiving too. So I'm (laughs) thankful we had a safe Thanksgiving. wasn't a lot of people there, but, you know, phone calls and, you know, people had their mask on. It was a little awkward, but I was grateful to just to catch up with the family safely. Nice. And um, I'm grateful for Thanksgiving as well, even though I cooked and I cooked and I cooked. Um, we had family over, just a few family members, but, you know, it's always good to spend time with family Um, so I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful that my fall semester is complete. I graded everything. I submitted my students' grades. I can have a reprieve for the next month or so with no harassment from students, so I am super grateful um, for that as well. So let's go ahead and jump right into our show, Um, and the thing on everyone's mind, at least it's on my mind, is we got to see some boxing um, last night. And generally speaking, um, I'm not like the biggest boxing fan. I was definitely a Mike Tyson fan um, back in the day. But last night was, was some good old entertainment. And so I'm gonna just throw it out to the guys. Like what stood out to you? What are the things you wanna talk about from last night? I know what I wanna talk about. Um, but we, we, we could save that for a little later. So what stuck out to you guys the most about our boxing, our boxing blitz we had last night? Never going to the ring too confident. I've seen too many people too confident get knocked the heck out. <laughs> and, um, you know, you, you expected Nate to, to last longer than two rounds, but I think he came in confident. He wasn't guarding himself, and he he experienced a great white hype. <laughs> uh, uh, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back on this later. I, I guess with Dion touch it because it was way more than confidence, man. It was the problem. <laughs> way more than that. It was way more than that. But listen, I was what stood out to me the most uh, yesterday was the bag. I mean, Tyson mm-hmm. made ten mil. Roy at fifty made three mil. Like. That was unbelievable. All they did was like bear hug each other for half of the half of the rounds. So for people to be paying that much money and for them to get paid like that, 
to watch that, you know, it was just impressive to me. Like the power of earning in this place is crazy. Wait, wait. So Mike made ten, but Roy made three. Yeah, yeah. Roy <laughs> ain't gonna carry that weight. <laughs> He'll carry Iron Mike weight. <laughs> wow, he's a lot for fifty years old. No, no, it sure is. But but the reality is, most of the world came to see Mike. Like I love, yeah. and, and I'm not saying people are not Roy Jones fans. Like I liked him, um, and enjoyed his career. But let's be honest. We wanted to see one guy. Iron Mike. The killer. Yep, Iron Mike. And I think the same thing to uh, the Nate Robinson. Like I was telling Evan earlier, man, in the hood, you never drop your guard. You always keep your guard up. And he he just <laughs> caught it in the face. You never drop your guard. That's the number one thing we learned. And two, Tyson, was it was nice to see him back and glad nobody got hurt, you know, and everybody hugged it out. That's what they did. The Roy joined the Tyson. It was a hug fest, so. That's what's yeah, like, and and let me clear the record about that. Roy was hugging Mike Tyson. Like, if you looked in Mike Tyson's eyes, there were moments where you can tell he wanted to kill him. You know, because Mike is Mike. Like, he's always going to be who he is. Roy was so tired after, like, round one. His conditioning wasn't, wasn't that great. No, it's, it's, it's Mike's, you know, he said it best after the fight. He said, when you get punched, like when fighters get punched in that stomach, man, when Mike just going for the gut. Mm-hmm. So he said, it's a lot different when you, when you train it and you get take them hit shots from Mike Tyson. Like mm-hmm. that's a whole different level. But listen, I know you about to jump on this Nate thing. And I'm, I just want to <laughs> see this right here real quick. Yo, listen, <laughs> the basketball community took an L yesterday. <laughs> The athletes around the world took an L yesterday. I mean, this guy made me so upset watching this, man. It was like, yo, he all his training went out the window. He was training for months for no reason. He just he just threw it all out the window. And he just went straight two girls in the in, in the street fighting for a second, man. It was just, it was just real, <laughs> it was real bad, yo. And Nate, man, like like I you nothing, I got it. Y'all got it. Yo, you want to know what's crazy about that? Because Philip just mentioned, like, when you're in the hood, you never drop your head. The problem with Nate is he thought he was in the hood. Like, he thought he was on Fordham Road in the Bronx, New York, fighting some dude outside of a train station. Like, he showed no skill. Like, I don't know what his trainer went over. Like, I was so confused um by what I, what I saw from him it was horrible Snoop Snoop had the best line of the night he said he said slow down nephew but you got basketball <laughs> shoes on <laughs> and look let us acknowledge Snoop was one of the highlights of last night I mean sure. his commentary was hilarious completely hilarious but I mean when I saw Nate come out with the Knicks colors I was like oh my god like (laughs) I already knew and look I'm a Knicks fan y'all so I already knew that it was going to be a really rough night um that dude's dreads were flying all over the place I I mean I just don't know. I don't know what to say. 
He got he got other people right now reaching out trying to get a fight. Y'all see Evan Turner on the internet talking about I want to fight Paul. <laughs> he got dudes wanting to avenge him right now, man. That's how bad it looked. Like Nate, yo, don't ever do that again, bro. <laughs> like, don't ever do that again, man. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous, dude. I, I come on, man. Paul Pierce, I saw on on Twitter. Paul Pierce was like he was getting excited. He was like, oh man, after he got, he said, oh man. Literally, like the basketball community took a, took a tremendous L. He was boasting, bragging, saying that you know this is for every basketball player. Yes, yeah. Like that's the problem I had. He was like, you know, I'm putting on for the athletes and my city, and and you know, and I'm like, oh snap! Like Nate is gonna come out here and show the world what he got. And when he did that, yo. I swear I was like, this man has kids at home. Um, I just don't know how he recovers from this. Like, do you think this replaces Jordan meme? Yo, hands down, man. Like, this guy, the Jordan meme is classic, but what he did last night, man, in front of the world, man, I just think we're not going to let it go. I just don't think nobody's going to let it go. He's going to be right next to Jordan. It might be 1A, 1B. I, I don't think so. I don't think so, right? Because this reminds me a lot of the, the Brandon Knight when he got dunked on by um, DeAndre Jordan. Okay. So mm. because it's not, if, it's, if, you, if there's like a face shot with him like dropping, yes. But just with his body down, you're going to see, it'll be around for a good month, two months. But the sports world is going to move on. It's not going to be a, Jordan is just classic. Okay. I hope you're right, bro, because we need to, yo. That was a tough one for the community last night, man. I mean, one. not only that, do you think Josh Norman was happy? Because now we can forget his ragdoll incident um, from a couple of months ago. So oh. how happy was Josh Norman for this moment last night? The slate is clean. Yeah, it is. He's, he's been sent. I don't remember Josh. Who's Josh Norman? I don't even remember who he is. It's all about Nate Robson now. This guy got slammed last night four times in a row, man. He act like he had gloves on, man. It's so depressing. Like, dude, what are you doing, man? Sports word, sports Twitter move on quickly. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Do they know? Well, yeah. But, but think about it. Like, it would have to be something crazy in the next week for people to move forward from this. Like he's my cover photo and I'm sure other people have him as like their personal profile pictures. Like he is forever immortalized. So rest in peace, um, Nate Robinson. Um, Pastor Willis, do you want to give like any words of condolences to his family, his kids, his legacy? Um, anything you want to say? Well, this is his career eulogy. It is. It was short, as he was short, <laughs> and hopefully he'll live on to the ceaseless ages of eternity. <laughs> Dang, man. Shut Dang. Oh, and, man. And, and, and as the Bible says, what goes around comes around. He stole Andre Godala's slender title, and so now his title, which he never owned, is lost again. <laughs> I actually saw a meme on Twitter, now that you mentioned that, that Adam Silver was like, um, we're going to ask for those slam dunk um, championships back. <laughs> like, clearly, you did not represent the NBA well. 
And um, funny enough, I didn't really see much of what NBA players said about it, if they said anything, but I'm sure it, it would have been hilarious if they did. Oh, there's a bunch of them. There's about, about seven to eight of them. Oh, okay. I, I definitely have to look that up later. All right. Um, so shifting gears from The Walking Dead, um, let's move on to the NFL. And as you know, the C word COVID is wrecking legitimate havoc on the NFL, um, what teams look like. A lot of players have to sit out. Um, and so we want to talk a little bit about the Broncos. And so COVID, they have no starting quarterback due to the NFL COVID protocol. The good news is that the quarterbacks um, have been testing negative, but due to protocol, they cannot start in the game today. Um, the Broncos then made a plea to have one of their coaches be the starting quarterback, and the NFL was like, listen, we are not doing this. This is not what we're doing. So now their starting quarterback today is their practice squad wide receiver who only has, I think, one game of experience at quarterback for a total of like, he completed two passes on eight yards or something. Um, so we're definitely not talking about Pat Mahomes or Russell Wilson here, okay? Like we're talking about like, if the Knicks had a quarterback, like this is who it would be. Um, so how, how do you guys feel about the Broncos thugging it out and getting this, random person to be their starting quarterback Broncos don't have no choice <laughs> like the, the NFL just clearly showed right that we have no respect for the Broncos organization mm -hmm. I mean it was that bad like when when they heard about um Lamar and they heard about these guys over there in Baltimore it, it was a Thursday game they moved it to Tuesday mm -hmm. but you know, the same time go by, they hear about the Broncos and their situation. They like, yo, y'all bums. Like, y'all gonna lose either way. It don't really matter. And we're not moving the game back. So it just was a total disrespect to me, the way I looked at it from organizational standpoint and how the lack of respect they gave Broncos. There's no way they shouldn't be able to move the game to a Tuesday like they did with the uh, Baltimore game. But like I said, it showed a lack of respect for that organization. And they mm. just, everybody probably thought they're gonna lose anywhere. Right. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, why do you think there is this lack of respect for them? Because I kind of feel like would the NFL had done this to another team? I don't know. Then they're not going. The Broncos are going nowhere, like Calvin said. So no respect for a team that's not going to produce audience. Why they are playing the Saints, but the Saints starting quarterback is not even going to be there. Drew Brees is not back yet, so mm -hmm. it's like a, eh, just take the L. You get it either way, so just uh, keep it moving. You're not doing anything. But if it was a star-studded or the face of an NFL, um, mm -hmm. the face of an NFL, of course, they'll make the um the option to to move it later on, or or allow them to play Tuesday, or even you know give them a during the week. But they don't care. Just get keep it moving. The money's coming in. That's what I'm thinking. Well, let me ask you this, because the NFL East, and I'll let Evan um, jump in, the NFL East has the most terrible teams in the NFL, and I still feel like the NFL would have made concessions for those teams. Yeah, I think, um, I think this year is just seen as like, 
get it done by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, the Broncos, honestly, the Broncos probably better set to pull, pull um, John Elway out of retirement for one game. <laughs> but um yeah i i just think like this is bare bones in it like yo who cares because how can you i mean how can you actually play a game without a quarterback right no respect like you right. know i mean and let's talk about the elephant in the room you mean to tell me colin kaepernick can't come in right now and at least help you mm. be competitive preach it i'm gonna say no but <laughs> <laughs> How did I know Kelvin? Call Tebow. Say that. <laughs> Call Tebow okay, back. T- okay, Tebow. Come on, Tebow. <laughs> the plan tonight is going to be run, run, run. Run, run, short pass, run. That's going to be the game plan. This dude is averaging eight yards. His last performance was eight yards on like two passes or four passes or something. Like, this is terrible oh you talking about the quarterback that's playing tonight idea yeah okay yeah yeah and yeah. they're playing the saints the saints actually have a defense oh my goodness they better have a this spare quarterback be they better call somebody because that quarterback is gonna get these demolished yo the gambler's gonna have a field day today though oh for sure you bet today might be your day for real for sure And so keeping in the same line with COVID affecting um, NFL players and teams, uh, we have the Ravens. Um, Lamar will not be playing on Tuesday. And so um, what do you think the chances of the Ravens winning the game on Tuesday? And will it in any way affect their playoff run? I mean, you know, the problem is that as I said this all season, Lamar Jackson is going to have to learn to deliver accurate passes. So even before even before this happened, they just haven't been playing the caliber football they were playing last year. They have a good defense. They you know they have solid pieces, but Lamar Jackson has to get better. At, his pocket presence has to get better, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just think that. If he's playing, if he's not playing, you don't know what Lamar you're going to get, right? And if defenses can scheme for him, which you can, you know, you know how to you know how to uh, play them. So I guess you know it doesn't really matter if mm-hmm. he's playing or not playing. Like he's been playing like crap some games, and other games he's okay. Mm-hmm. Only, only only quarterback who's more frustrating right now is Carson Wentz because he's just bad every day, every week. And Evan, you, I mean, that was the perfect transition um, because I, I was like, let's not forget the Eagles. Um, they played Thanksgiving, right? No, not Thanksgiving, but then they play Washington on Sunday or within the last week or something. No, they played, um, they played Washington again the season. Um, we, we played Washington, I think, at the end of the season. We played the Giants last i think no oh that's right we just lost to the browns yeah we lost to the right you want to know who i'm thinking of like i'm sticking in the nfc east the cowboys played washington um recently and so first of all there's like this three-way tie for second place who in the world is gonna win the nfc east the real question is, who actually wants to win it? Like, if I'm on <laughs> right now, I'm like, look, 
I don't want to win the NFC East. Because if you go to the playoffs, mm-hmm. you get a high draft pick. You get a low, I mean, you get like a 19, number 19 pick. If you don't go, you could get, you, you're in the top 10. Right. You go from 18 to eight. Like that's what, that's what they're talking about on the radio this week. They said, listen, if we don't go, we get the eighth pick. If we do go, we get the 18th pick. But Evan, I'm not going to let you slide, brother. As much as I love you, why are you disrespecting Lamar like that, man? I, Lamar, Jackson. I said this offseason. I told you it was offseason. He is a good quarterback. Hey, yo, listen, we got We can't. We had to acknowledge this though, too. Um, these games are good games that they play. They're not getting blown out by nobody. These games mm-hmm. is coming down to the wire that they losing. So I'm not gonna give it all to Lamar, man. The, the offense, the offense got to brighten up too. The offense is pretty whack, pretty mm. baby. But the offense derives on Lamar's legs, not really his arm. Yeah. That's my problem. That's my point. Like, you got to open up the playbook a little bit more, too. Because like, he can't throw the ball accurate, so they can't open it that wide. They only could use a few pages. Not, see, that's what I don't agree with. I don't agree. If, you, if somebody running all day and they get pounded on running the ball all day, mm-hmm. then you want them to throw accurate passes. It's not realistic. Like, you can't just have it both ways. Can't Patrick. beat the quarterback, have him running, and then want him to be John El- John Elway or Peyton Manning. It don't work like that. Well, I, I, I mean, mean did Michael Vick do that? No, Michael Vick didn't really throw the ball either. That's that. That's the point. And he got his career was a little bit short too mm-hmm. because of that. Russell Wilson. But, but I, I, here's I'll, I'll say this about 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 Vick. Mm-hmm. Vick's arm talent, I think, at this level is better than where Lamar Jackson's is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And to be fair, I remember a lot of games. Remember that game where Mike Vick flipped off the, the Falcons fan? Yeah. <laughs> he was frustrated because he was literally, literally putting the ball in the breadbasket and receivers just dropping balls. Mm-hmm. Yo, Vic had no touch, though, bro. He had no, <laughs> he, had no he was throwing darts five yards away, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no touch, man. So I guess we're gonna see RG three. He'll be back. Let's see what the two shell shed come out. He'll get hurt the first quarter. I was about to say, it's like who has confidence in anything RG three potentially will do? And 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 I remember when he came to the league, he was like this phenom. Yeah. Because they did the same thing Lamar did. They let allow him to run, throw. Mm-hmm. And he ran, ran, and he should have took when the time when I think the Giants injured him. He should have took the time to recuperate. Nope, he wanted to come back, get to the playoff, and never were the same. Was the same. So we'll see what happened. He has like four years off. So we'll see what happened this Saturday. Um, this um, excuse me, Tuesday, and uh, going forward. But definitely, we'll see. I'm pulling for I'm pulling for RG three man. He coming off that divorce, man. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He got a divorce too. I didn't know about that. I mean, that's that's what I that's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? I'm not TMZ or nothing, but <laughs> I heard the brother had a divorce, man. He was with that the sister of the other pigment for a long time, and I heard he divorced her. So life might be tough for that brother right now. I mean, did did he divorce them skinny braids he used to have? I mean, that's the more important question. <laughs> I think they 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 to death to his part. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And it was crazy too. Kind of like a little side comment here. How many mobile quarterbacks come into the league and end up leaving their white wives? Russell Wilson. Exactly. 
uh, RG3. And remember, RG3 was even like, I'm not a black quarterback. I'm a quarterback. Come on, bro. Come on. Wait, didn't um, Pat say that too? Well, Pat I, Mahomes is, is, is uh, a black. Trump supporter. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> He's a black, black father, white mother. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he has a right to, I guess, argue what his racial identity is. Nah, according to the Bible, that brother's a black law. We all know the rule. If you got a little bit of black in here. It's all about the male genealogy, brother. <laughs> know that. If you got a little bit of black, you're black. But um, yeah. So I, it's funny enough, I don't remember RG3 saying that he wasn't a black quarterback. That's embarrassing. And yeah. that's when, um, that's when um, my boy on, uh, used to be on first day, because they got rid of him after that. He called him a cornball brother after that. <laughs> Parker, we got to get him on the show, man. Yeah. Parker, we got to get him on there. Rob Parker. Cornball brother. <laughs> Straight <laughs> Wait. I mean, Stephen, I, a, Stephen A. backtrack on that so hard. He's like, I, 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 would, I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> He said, I go to the barbershop, and, and he's not a real brother. He's a cornball brother. <laughs> well, RG3, we, we're still rooting for you. I mean, we wish you all the best. We're not confident, but, you know, pr- prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Come out there and, and have a game like, um, I don't know, just, just throw the ball a few times. Like, my expectations are pretty low. Um, They'll let him come out like Nate Robinson, all confident, and then knocked out. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, he's he's uh, yeah, poor Nate. All right. Um, well, that is our show for today. Um, until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.